Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Strategy Show. I'm Simon, your host, and this episode is brought to you by the Strategy Sprints. We do only one thing, strategy in sprints. Strategy means dramatically increasing your market share and your monthly revenue. In sprints means in short cycles, starting projects fast and ending them quickly with tests so that your people can celebrate progress every week and get energy for the next sprint from there. As always, we try to find as guests people leading their field so that you can learn a lot and get knowledge and get tools and tactics. I am honored to have today Alex Peng. Hi, Alex. Hi, how's it going, Simon? His book has done some serious impact in the world because his thesis, which he researched and validated, is we can get more done by working less. His newest book is called Shorter, and I want to learn everything about it. Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself and your book. So um, I've worked as a... Uh, consultant and technology forecaster in Silicon Valley for the last 20 years. And I've also um, written now a kind of trilogy of books about technology, time, and work. Um, the first one was called The Distraction Addiction, which was about our complicated relationships with our digital devices and how we can learn to use them better. The next book was about... Um, the role of rest in the lives of super creative and prolific people. And Shorter, the latest book, is a sequel to Rest that looks at how companies and organizations can take the lessons of rest and apply them at scale for everybody. And, and the big argument for the last couple books has been that, um, if, uh, that it's possible to redesign the way in which we work so that we emphasize you know period emphasize and block out periods for sort of focused concentrated work but also periods for rest and recovery and that by doing this and designing those designing those schedules properly we can actually get an awful lot done um, we can be more creative and have better lives um, while actually working fewer hours than we think you know, is necessary in today's kind of super hustle, rise and grind world. So um, that's what the books are about. You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? You have studied some very good performers in the field, some uh, cloud companies, tech companies, service companies. 
Can you tell us a little bit of data, one example of where somebody went to a four week, four days, mm -hmm. <laughs> four week, a four days sure. and, uh, and had better results? Sure. So in shorter, I look at more than a hundred companies that have moved to either four day weeks, working 32 hours a week, six hour days, or even five hour days without cutting salaries and without reducing productivity or profitability. So to take uh, just one example, um, you know, these are, uh, would be uh, Pursuit Marketing, which is a call center in Glasgow. They do B2B um, or of telemarketing. It's the sort of business that you would not imagine could run on a four day week because right. after all, you know, you think everything. So we have data there, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, this is the, this is the kind of business where you're measuring call time, you know, uh, or of amount of money generated per minute. You've got all kinds of great measures of how people are performing and how the organization is performing. But a couple of years ago, they realized that with you know lots there were new companies moving into moving into Glasgow that were or of uh, that were starting to um, you know steal away some of their best people. This is a field in which there's an awful lot of mobility anyway. There's a lot of burnout, and they realized that in order to stay competitive, in order to keep their to keep their best people and to make the company and sort of themselves more sustainable, they decided that you know, they, uh, they would try moving to a four-day week. What happened after you know, a, a, a trial period of a couple months was that they found that actually productivity had gone up by right, more than 30%. That uh, you know, in terms of the number of contracts they were landing, um, you know, the amount of money that was coming in. Of course, people were a lot happier. They had more, you know, more free time. time Work-life balance was better, but the company was also performing better. And finally, the clients were, you know, were just as happy with their performance as they had been previously. And this is, and you know, in the last couple of years, Pursuit Marketing has racked up a bunch of awards for great, you know, being a great place to work. Their productivity has remained above what it had been when they were working five day weeks, and their retention is just, you know, is incredible for sort of for that industry. Um, and this is a story that is replicated in companies and industries around the world. And, you know, I've seen similar stories in software startups, in restaurants, design firms, in manufacturing, um, health and beauty products. In other words, in, in, you know, in a wide range of industries and in industries that in which, you know, long hours and overwork are considered the norm and where, you know, burnout is seen as, simply an occupational hazard. So even in those kinds of industries, it turns out it's possible to get great results, to attract and retain great people, and to do really terrific work by redesigning the workday and moving to a four-day work week.
during your research process, what was the most counterintuitive thing that you, that you found where, that you wouldn't have expected? Mm -hmm. um, I think when, research, when researching Shorter, the thing that surprised me most was the way that, um, that clients and customers reacted. You know, this is always the big concern that entrepreneurs and CEOs have when they're, when they're thinking about moving to a four-day week. You know, we are so accustomed to thinking that we have to sleep with our phones under our beds, right? That, you know, you've got to be instantly always responsive to your clients. And if you move to a four-day week, then... You know, the earth is going to spin off its axis and, you know, and, and, and your clients are all going to hate you and desert you. But what turns out is that in those, you know, 100 plus companies, I heard exactly one story of a prospective client who decided they couldn't work with a company because they were on a four-day work week. Um, clients are incredibly supportive of this. And, the, and when you when you dig into it, it turns out that they're supportive because, um, you know, first off, most clients are more results oriented than, you know, than, uh, than we might imagine. Right. But the other thing is that they are struggling with exactly the same kinds of problems of work-life balance and retention and, you know, keeping working mothers in the workforce and, you know, alleviating burnout. And, Having a, you know, having a partner who they've worked with who are trying to solve these problems is really exciting for them because it suggests that you know, maybe that company will, develop, will come up with solutions that will work for us. You know, every, we, all, we all hear of like a company in New Zealand or, um, yes, or, or Sweden that is trying this. But, you know, at least in America, if you talk about a Swedish company doing something, you might as well be talking about the elves in Middle Earth in Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, or if, uh, Sweden is this cool place and there are lots of these beautiful people there, but it has no connection whatsoever to, you know, the Middle Earth in which we live. And so, you know, it's a very different thing hearing that you know, a company in a different industry thousands of miles away is doing it versus a company who, you know, who you understand and who understands you. And so that was the biggest surprise and in a way the most hopeful surprise that or I encountered while researching the book. I was thinking while reading your book, I had, I had mixed feelings. One part of <laughs> me, the CEO part of me was like, hmm, I want my people to work a lot. Uh, and the other part was, wait a moment, that's not true. I, I want us to have a lot of impact. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean many hours. It's mm -hmm. not hard. And we, we don't do it and we don't, we don't strive for it. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15 minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com slash sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe 
so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.